Welcome to a supernatural encounter through the word preached by Bishop Ernest Ayi. Bishop Ernest is the chairman of the Greater Love Church, a vibrant denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. This message will revive, restore, and refresh you in ways only God's word can. Be blessed as you listen. Will you build my house? Will you be 
May he change things for you. May he turn around things for you. In the name of Jesus. I thought you would give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. God bless you. Father, thank you that you are able. You are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can think or imagine. Thank you for today. Bless your children as they have gathered at your feet. In Jesus' name. Let me hear somebody shout Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together as you sit on top of your enemies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whoa. Attempting. Should I say attempting great things? Because there are two books. So, awake to attempt great things. <laughs> awake to attempt great things. Yes. It's called fusion. Fusion. Yes. Fusion. Awake to attempt great things for God. Okay. So, for a very short time, just listen to this. And then we'll be out of here. Tomorrow to today, I promise. Short time. You'll be out. Hallelujah. Yesterday, last week, yesterday I was on flow. I didn't see you, but God was good to us. I don't know why you don't like, why don't you like praying? Why don't you like praying? Oh, you didn't have data. You didn't have data. You overslept. I can see some people in the bus there. What are they doing in the bus? When I'm preaching, I don't want to see anybody at the wrong place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, we have been talking about awake to attempt what? Great things for God. Awake, O sleeper, to attempt great things for God. Yes. Hallelujah. So I said to you that when, when you are asleep, you don't have a vision. Okay? The presence, the presence or the evidence of the absence of vision eh, tells that or it's a revelation that you are asleep. Okay? When there's absence of vision, it means you are asleep. Because if somebody is asleep, the person cannot see. You can't see. All your organs, anything that makes you see becomes covered. Okay? So you cannot see when you are asleep. So I told you that the absence of vision, when there is no vision, it means or it implies that you are asleep. So your eyes can be open, but you are asleep. Do you understand? I hear that because lawyers are liars. I don't know. That's what I heard. 
That's what that. He said, lawyers are liars. So when they die, their eyes don't close. <laughs> In fact, when we were younger, I actually heard that when the doctor, when lawyers, when they die, they put them upside down. Because Charlie, their lies are too much. Hallelujah. Is it true? I mean, a lawyer must tell us. I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, <laughs> the lawyer I know, she has not died before. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, you know, you know, so you need to have, you need to have a vision, which is a sign that you are awake. Okay? You can be walking in life, but you are asleep as you are walking in life. Because there is nothing in particular that you are, you are working for. Okay? You are working towards. You are just sleeping. Hallelujah. But anybody who has a vision, there's something that, that makes waking up, gives you reason to wake up, gives you reason to move out, give you, gives you reason to do what you do. It, make, it means that you are awake in life. Eh? Some of you, you are awake at some areas of your life and asleep at other areas. Eh? You have vision for your career, but you have no vision for your family. You have no vision for your, uh, you have no vision for your ministry. You have no vision for the church because there's no particular plan. There's nothing that you are working towards in that direction. It makes you asleep. Okay, so now look at this. When you are asleep, in other words, when you do not have a vision, a number of things happen, and um, I want to touch on few, okay? A number of things happen, and um, the first of it is that when, when you do not have vision, it means that you are relaxing. <laughs> eh? You want to relax in life? When you do not have vision, it means that you are relaxing. When you can't see, you are, when you are asleep, are you not relaxing? You are relaxing. Everything, everything is asleep. Okay? It says that during sleep, eh, blood pressure drops, muscles relax, breathing slows down, and hormones are released. Mm, true? During sleep, the whole body is relaxed and enjoys restoration, relaxation, and peace. During sleep, the brain waves slow down and reach their lowest at the stage during sleep. When a Christian, when Christians are asleep, they are relaxed. There is no reason. <laughs> They are relaxed when there is no reason to relax. When Christians are sleeping, they are relaxed when there's no reason to relax. Especially if you are in this church, you don't have any reason to relax. No. Until the hall from end to end is filled. Nobody can have any reason. If you are relaxing, you are doing something very wrong. Yes, you are doing something very wrong. You are asleep when we should be when we should be awake to fight. You are asleep. Hallelujah. That is why that is why you will be relaxing. Are you here? 
It is high time to wake up and work for the Lord. It is high time to wake up and work for the Lord. This is not the time to relax. This is not the time to relax. Listen, there is time for everything, including relaxation. Hmm? Most people suffer because they, they rest at the wrong time. They rest at the wrong time. You rest when you are not supposed to be resting. You rest when you are supposed to be fighting. You see, this is what brought trouble to David. When he was, when he was supposed to be fighting and leading the people in a fight, he was in his house relaxing. That is how come he saw Bathsheba. That's how he saw him. Because everybody was, was fighting. All the soldiers had gone. And, and he, he should have led them to go and fight. Instead of leading them to go and fight. He was, he was taking it easy in his house. Then he chanced on a woman. Who was bathing with a, a Coca-Cola shaped uh, uh, body. Then electric electric shocks began to go through his system. It could only lead to one thing. It could only lead to one thing. And then he sent for the woman. And then he finished the woman. Then he realized that the woman was pregnant and wanted to push it to the husband. And the husband refused to relax at the time that he's supposed to be fighting. Eh? The husband refused. He said, look, you have fought for some time. Come back and relax. I said, no, 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 no. I cannot be relaxing when my colleagues are fighting. How can I be, how can I be sleeping with my wife when my colleagues are fighting? When we are, out, when we are awake in the night and we are praying for the church and we are praying for the souls. You are having sex with your wife. See, I shouldn't say it. Yeah. Yes. Relaxing at the wrong time. Wrong time. Wrong time. You don't like what I'm saying. No, no problem. If you relax at the time you are not supposed to relax, you bring trouble to your future. Look at the way the look at the way the life of David was troubled by this move that he made. Look at what happened to him. He brought a generational curse to his family. The prophet Nathan told him, "There will be no time in your family that there wouldn't be violent killing. Violent killing." People would die violently. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be no time. Yeah. You slept with somebody's wife inside. Your wife will be slept with in the broad daylight in front of everybody. Yeah. Why? Because he relaxed at the wrong time. Huh? He relaxed at the wrong time. Sleeping at the wrong time. Sleeping at the wrong time brings trouble. Sleeping at the wrong time brings pain. 
when a believer is supposed to be awake, when a believer is supposed to be following the vision, and the believer is not following the vision, instead of when we are all fasting, and say so we have declared the week of fasting, you alone, you are sitting in the corner, in the afternoon you are eating water and talia, you are eating water, talia and wele, when we are all supposed to be fasting, relaxing at the wrong time, You will not fast. You will not fast. We are supposed to be fasting. It is a way of fighting. It's a way of being awake. Huh? Yeah. You will not fast. You will not fast. You have gone to David's place and you have faced the wall and they have, they have given you gobe, gobe. You are eating gobe. Gobe. And you have faced the wall just in case somebody is passing from your church and sees that you are eating. You have covered your face eating gobe. Yes. That is why you did it first last week. Yes. We had 15 meetings. If at 16. Yeah. Morning, morning, afternoon, evening. Morning, afternoon, evening. Morning, afternoon, evening. For five days plus Saturday morning. Yes. Three times a day. When we couldn't find time to eat. We couldn't find time to eat. Eh? You have, you have, you have gone, you have gone to Amalia, Amalia. You have gone to Amelia. You are going to buy TZ. TZ. And you are asking for mini, mini. The sack. The sack. The stomach. The sack. You are, you are asking for the sack. Sack. Yema, dear Yema. You are asking for Yema, dear. When we are supposed to be fasting. You are, what are you doing at Amelia's place? What are you doing there? and then the towel. You see the the, the towel. Uh -huh, yeah. Okay. I need a towel. Give me, give me, give me about two towels. Yeah. When we are supposed to be fasting. Yeah. When Christians are asleep, they are relaxed. When there is no reason to relax. No reason. Jesus could have relaxed. Jesus could have relaxed. But he knew, he knew that it was a wrong time to relax because he knew that about 2,000 years later, somebody like you will come and you would need blood to be washed. So he dropped everything and came. You cannot drop everything. You cannot drop everything to fast. You cannot drop everything to pray. You cannot drop everything to witness. You cannot drop everything to do anything. You are holding on to everything. Relaxing. 
say, oh, me, I don't joke with my CS towel. Have you not heard? The lions who, who are in the zoo, those lions, they live for 20 years. Those who, are, those who are in the wild, they live for only 10 years. So, you see, sleeping actually extends your life. So, I, I, I know, I don't, have, I don't joke with my, I don't joke with that. You don't joke with what? You don't joke. Hallelujah. You don't joke. That's why you are asleep. That's why you are asleep. You are asleep when there's no reason to sleep. Mm? It is high time to wake up and work for the Lord. Eh? This is not the time to what? Sleep or relax. Yes. Yeah. Old Solomon, do they fast? Old Solomon. Old Solomon, they don't pray. Old Solomon don't witness. Old Solomon doesn't preach to anyone. Yes. Young Solomon, young Solomon, young Solomon prayed and told God, young Solomon, he prayed and told God that give me, I want you to give me an understanding heart so that I can rule this so great thy people. That is young Solomon, young Solomon, energetic Solomon. Eh? No moistic, no moistic Solomon, no moistic and your moistic Solomons, they do not fast, they do not pray, they don't have vision, they don't shepherd, they do nothing. No moistic and your moistic Solomons. Yes. They rather become interested in girls and men. Yes. Yes. No matter your age, if this is your vision, it means that you are a humoistic or a numoistic Solomon. Yes. You are just you are just targeting when you come to church, your eyes are red. You are red. Yeah. Your eyes are red looking for looking for, when they say that the beautiful ones are not yet born, they say, Ah, where where have you been? Where have you been? Where's 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 that duty? <laughs> yes. They say, come into the church and see. Come into the church and see. Yes. So when you come to the church, you are looking around, you are looking at the fresh ones. Yes, and your heart is beating and your eyes are red. Which one can I get? Which one can I capture? This is your vision. This is your aim. When you are like that, you are an old, you see, you are the old Solomon. You are the Yomoistic and the Nomoistic Solomon. As you are coming, you are looking. You are you have polished, you have you have polished your face, and you have put on you have put on one lipstick. You are looking for which man will see me. I want somebody to see me now. Somebody must see me. Somebody must say that I'm beautiful. Somebody must say that I like you. Somebody must say that hey, I like your sport. Your, your aim is that. Somebody will spot you. Somebody will stop. Your aim is not that somebody will be saved. That you invite somebody to church. You are just looking for a man. If I'm telling your number, just keep smiling. Nobody will know you are the one. Yeah. 
But I finished my message. Finish. Relax. You are relaxed when you are not supposed to be relaxing. Yes. Yes. It means that when you should be inviting people, you are not inviting, you are doing something else. It means you are asleep. It means you are relaxing. Yes. Inviting the people, inviting them and witnessing is actually it actually means you are awake. It means you are awake. When you are when you are awake, you are not relaxing. Eh? When you are awake, the brain is engaged. Eh? When you are awake, the brain is alive. The brain is working. Eh? You have pressure because you are disturbed. That look, your 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 fellowship, your fellowship is not the way you want it to look. It's not going up. The members, some of the members are not coming. You have pressure. You have pressure. It means you are awake. You don't like what I'm saying. Maybe I should just get some dancing stars and then. And then talk to them about these things. <laughs> hey, awake. Awake and attempt great things. Awake and attempt great things. Awake. Be awake. Huh? Be awake. You are sleeping. Be awake. Be awake. Awake. If all of you here, will connect, will be online as we are praying, as we are praying tomorrow morning. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if everybody here, you have connected and we are all praying, we are lifting up one voice to God in prayer. We are praying for what we are praying for. Can you imagine what will happen? Yes. But, but, but only, only 10% or less of the people here would ever bother you cannot be bothered to wake up early. You cannot be bothered. What do you mean by 4.30? What do you mean by that? Do you know what I do? Do you know my work? How do you expect me to be awake at 4.30? 4.30? What do you mean? If you don't have anything you are doing, I've, I've got some things to do, man. I've got some things to do. Really? Really? No problem. Very soon we'll see what is whether what you are doing or what I'm doing is more useful. We'll see it. Time will tell. Yes. Time will tell. Time will tell. Yeah. Don't be like David. Don't be like David. When when the sons of men are at war, eh, we are at war. Prayer is war. Yes. The Bible says that for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. You see, so as you wake up in the night, you see, you are fighting. It's a battle. When men are at war and they are fighting, you have, you have found time to sleep. You have found time to sleep, and you think that you are doing the pastor, but what you don't know is that you are, you see, you are nailing your generations yet unborn. You are nailing them to the ground. You are nailing them to the ground. You are killing your generation. You are, you are disabling 
your generation. You are dismantling your generation. You are bringing a curse on your generation. You are doing something that is placing your generation at a disadvantage. When you are supposed to wake up and pray. One person, only one person. His name was David. He did only one thing. Look at what happened to him. His son Amnon was killed violently. His daughter, his daughter Tamar, she was raped. His son Absalom was hanged, was hanged by his hair and he was, he had, he had stars or, or that thrusted into him. One man, one man, one man. The whole family trembled because of one man. And you think that you are not enough. Your relaxation is not enough to bring turmoil, to bring trouble to your generations. You think so? You think so? Yes. Yesterday I had to bribe my daughter with a, with a, a meat, meat lovers pizza. Yes. Yes. I had to bribe her. I had to bribe her. He said, Daddy, but you said you were coming. Daddy, but you said you were coming. You said you were coming, you didn't come. I said, don't worry, the pizza is coming. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm bringing you the pizza. To get her mind off the fact that, eh, I don't know the, the last time I slept. Now she has taken my position in my bed. Yes. She's there to keep my wife company. <laughs> there to keep my wife company. Because I've got some real business to attend to, man. I've got some real business to attend to. I've got real business to attend to. I've got some business to do. Hallelujah. Yes. Some of you, look. You must work so that when you die, they can truly say rest in peace. Because you will not rest. Yes. 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 So that the RIP will be meaningful. Yes. Yes. Because otherwise you would have been continuing with the rest. You got to be awake. You've got to be awake. You don't like what I'm saying? Listen. Oh, listen. Listen. Wake up. Wake up. Now, oh, that will be be so. Wake up. Yes. Wake up. Do you remember? Do you remember there were two women when they were um, fighting over the baby? Yes. Yes. One slept. She slept so much that she rolled over her baby. And the baby suffocated and died. Yes. Yes. Cause of death is what? Sleep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the cause of death. The cause of death. Doctor Ralph has given has given the, the cause of death. He diagnosed and gave the cause of death. The cause of death was sleep. Sleeping as the cause of death. Yeah. Sleeping. Listen. This is not the time to sleep. This is not the time in your life to sleep.
He said that it's better to work hard or to take pain when I'm young. I prefer that. The preacher said, I prefer that. You know the preacher. He said, I prefer that. When, when, when I am younger, yes, I want to. I prefer, I prefer the pain when I'm younger. You see, there is pain in your life. I don't care the level of faith you have. Everybody, there is pain. There is no life without pain. But see, you decide when you want the pain. Whether you want the pain when you, were, when you are younger or you want the pain when you are older. You cannot escape the pain. So the preacher chose and said that I prefer my pain when I am younger because it is, it is easier and better to take pain when you are younger. A pain to an elderly person can mean death. Say, no, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me have my pain when I am younger. At this time, it is not the time to sleep. It is the time to take pain. It is the time to do difficult things. It is the time to do things that will define a beautiful tomorrow. It's time. It's time. You think I'll be able to preach like this till I die? All the other time. No. I was surprised when one day I heard from, I heard uh, uh, Reverend is to saying that uh, he, now he has to slow down a bit. I said, what? Reverend is to, to slow down a bit. How? Yes. Because we have known him to be a firebrand preacher. Yeah, 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 yeah. Firebrand, but you can do that to a point. It gets to a point that you cannot, you cannot do. You see, if you continue in that vein, eh, you see something bad will be happening to you. Do you understand? So there is a time to do that. When that time is up, don't sleep. When that time is up, don't sleep. Hallelujah. Wake up. It is not every day you'll be hearing us pray, preaching about winning souls, about visiting people, about your fellowship, about serving God, about working for the Lord. It's not every time there is a season that you can do that. Ah, so, while the season, while the season is around, why don't you wake up and work? Because a time will come. Oh, a time will come. A time will come. Whether you like it or not, you must sleep must sleep. You must sleep. You must sleep. I was in school with some people. When we had come to school, this, I was then how many years? About 16, 18, 19. When we had come to school, eh? Then you see them coming, coming, carrying their things in a rush. They can't come and put their things down. You could see that they were, they were tired. They were tired. When they come and sit down, there's nothing that the lecturer teaches that they understood. So after the lectures, then you say that, Charlie, can you go over what the lecturer said? As you are teaching him, then they will call him. His phone will go, crank, 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 crank. He say, hey, hello, hey. Oh, he say, oh. Kwesi has temperature. Kwesi has temperature. They say, oh, hey, are you giving him some paracetamol? Hey, okay, 
Okay, sponge him. Sponge him. And all that. His mind is not on it. And then one day, one of them will come. One of them said that, hey, he said, you guys are lucky. I said, why are you lucky? He said that when we were at your stage, we didn't do what you are doing. Look at the way we are suffering today. At the age of 40 years, when I was 16, at the age of 40 years, he was now sitting in a class with me and trying to learn something he can't learn. Not that he's not intelligent, but you see, he doesn't have the peace of mind to learn. As he's, as he's learning, then his phone will ring. Emergency has come. His wife has called. His son is not well. They have called about this. They need, they need cassava. The cassava hasn't come. <laughs> they need intos. Intos hasn't come. You see, at the time, at the time when this bedding was not there, at the time when he was supposed to be burning the midnight candle, at the time when he's supposed to be sitting there, and learning and going for lectures, he was not doing it. Now is when he wants to do it. Look at the way he was suffering. Look at it. Don't say you were not told. Don't say you were not told. Because there's always a time to do something. And this time, it's not the time to sleep. This time is time to work for the Lord. Yes, it's time to work for the Lord. Don't worry. Sometimes I get carried away by the thing because they are too real. It's just one point. Just one point. Relaxation. Relaxing. Those who are asleep are relaxing. Relaxing. Relaxing at the time they are not supposed to relax. Yeah. So then there's no vision to do anything. <laughs> yeah. I was coming to share with you one of the visions you are supposed to have. The vision to do a new thing. You have to be awake to do a new thing. Yes. To do a new thing. The old things are what you are doing. You never do anything new. Yes. You have entered into a new year with old things. Yeah. You are believing God for a new level and you are doing old things. You don't want anything new. Something that you didn't do the other time. The other year you didn't do it. Yes, something you didn't do for God. And we are saying that, look, do a new thing. Have the vision. Be awake and have a vision to do a new thing. Uh, attempt anything new. Anything new. Hallelujah. You have never fasted for 24 hours before. Never. From 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. You always fast from 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. You fast at, at best from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. That is all you have done. You can see that nothing significant has changed. Eh? Why would you not wake up to attempt a new thing? Why don't you fast for 24 hours also? Why wouldn't you? Eh? Why would you not? As you have examination schedule, you know when you are writing the exams. Eh? You are writing your exams in June. You are writing your exams in May. You are writing your exams in December. You are writing your exams in October. You know when you are writing. Why would you not also set a time that, okay, from July, July first week and second week, I am waiting on God. July, July, three days in July, first week in July, I am having three days fasting. I am I'm fasting dry. I'm going to wait on God. How come you never have anything like that? Nothing new. 
it doesn't matter the songs that you sing about going to the new level. It will never happen if you don't attempt new things. New things. New things. New things. Attempting new things always brings a breakthrough. Yes. If you think I'm lying, when you see Martin Luther, you can ask him. Martin Luther, ask him. Yes. He picked a book. He, he has, he's had that book for forever. Never read it. Like some of you. You buy Macaros, you never read it. Like, I'm coming to launch a book today. You launch the book, you, you, you get one, you never read it. You never read it. Meanwhile, meanwhile, reformation, eh? Reformation, great re revival and reformation was resident in the book. But because the book was not open, a whole generation, I'm sure that some people perished, some people died. If he had read the book earlier, he had read Ephesians earlier, some people would have escaped because all they knew was that you have to pay for your salvation. And I'm sure some of them who didn't have what it takes to pay for the salvation, they may have in their sins. Meanwhile, the guy was carrying the book. He's carrying the Bible. He was carrying the Bible. And there's Ephesians in the Bible which is saying that, hey, for we are saved by grace. We are saved by grace. Grace, grace is responsible for our salvation. We don't pay for salvation. Grace is responsible. Instead of reading it and coming to share it earlier, he did not. He did not. All the while he was holding the book, there was a revival inside the book. There was revival. Revival. <laughs> Transformation. Reformation was inside the book, but he had closed the book. He sealed it. Sealed it. Hey, who is suffering because of your sleep? Could it be that somebody is suffering? Could it be that a generation is suffering because you are asleep? Could it be? When I think about this, I can't sleep. Oh, oh no, 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 no. No. I've been awake since 1 a.m. I've been awake since 1 a.m. Yes. And I'm sure that I'm sure, I'm sure by the time I'm going to bed, it's either one or two. Yes. Even if I will. Because the other day, I went, did, 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 I came, I couldn't sleep. For 24 hours, my eyes were open. How can you sleep? What is perishing? What is, what is perishing? What is dying as you are sleeping? Look, forgive me, but these things, they matter to me. Yes, it matters to me. The future is important to me. So what I do today is very, is very important to me. It's very important to me. I can't sleep. No, 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 no. You want me to sleep? Don't worry. One day they will write R.I.P. On my tomb, you come here. Do, nobody will wake me. I'll sleep. Ah, one day. Not now. Yes. 
My sleep now can affect my children. My sleep now can affect the generations coming. You see, if I sleep and I don't pray, if I sleep, I don't do what I'm supposed to do. Somebody who will be rescued, somebody who may hear a message I, I, I have to preach and turn around, the person may not. The message, you see, the person may not. And you know what? There's always a baton. When I hand over the baton to you, then, then you also run eh, and hand over to another person. There are people that they may never hear my voice. You are the one who hear my voice. And the things that God has given me, which is supposed to be a benefit to them, you are the one who is supposed to carry it to them. If you are asleep, if you are asleep, and I get to your point, I get to where you are standing, and I stir the baton, and there's nobody, nobody to take the baton. What happens to those who are coming after? What happens to them? Your sleep is destroying people. You see the way my mind works? That's how my mind works. That's how my mind works. So my life is not for me. No. Especially when I had that, uh, the near plane crash. That day I, I knew I was dead. Any life I had after was not my life. It was for God. Yes. Yes. My life is not for me. I can't sleep like that. You see, I can't afford not to make it. I can't. I can't. Because there are people standing at the back and they are watching and they are saying, this is our inspiration. If he can move, then we can move. Do you know, people look at you and, and, and their hearts that are, their hearts that are shattered and broken and they, they feel it's over. They look at you. Sometimes they don't know the sweat. Eh? You have become like a goat. When you are sweating, but nobody can see it because of your hair. When you are sweating, but they see because you are still moving and you are still forcing, they look at you and they say, that, no, no. If he can move and he can go, then I don't have to give up. I am also moving. You see, when, when my family came to my office, and they were speaking individually. One of the young ones got up. He said something, I will never forget it. He said, I want to thank, I want to thank God for my, for my, for my uncles. Yeah. This is my nephew's son. I want to thank God for them, for what they have done for me. <laughs> what they have done for me. Because my father looked at him and said, look, Ernest, help him. I said, this disrespect, he said, help him. Yeah. I have to help him. I'm on the position. Help him. I said, what does he need? He has to go to school. Okay, go. He went, when he finished, he went to do designing. When he finished, he said, he have to, he needs equipment to do his work. So the first machine he ever used, yeah, we had to buy it and give it to him. He said, I thank God for their lives. And now that they have held, you see, they have held their whatever and they, have, and they are fighting. Yeah, I want to assure them, 
I want to assure them that one day eh, it will be our turn and we are going to hold it and also fight with it. Yeah. When he said that something struck me, because as we are moving and as we are doing the things they can see that this is what you do in the family, this is what you do for this person, in the family you don't live for yourself, in the family nobody lives for himself or herself everybody lives for everybody if you have something and somebody is suffering, you go to the person's aid, you don't look only into your soup, when you are in the family you look around you cast your eyes around and see where I can help because I have been helped. And that was a very important thing. Yeah. Very important. You may be suffering as you are doing that, but I'm saying that somebody is looking at you. He's looking at you to run their race. So if you throw in the towel and you give up, eh? You are not the only one going down. Many are going down with you. That's why, even when I'm falling asleep, I open my office and come to the hall. Yes. And I'll be here alone. And I'll be going up and down. Yeah. Not, not because I can't sleep, because I don't want to. I don't want to. If I do, I don't know what will happen to somebody coming behind me. I can't. What about you? What about you? Where you are sitting, look at it. There's space around you. Somebody is supposed to be seated there. Is he your concern? Does he ever bother you? Does he ever bother you? Sometimes I get shocked at the level of unconcern. I get shocked. I walked into church today and then I look at the arrangement of the chairs. I say, wow. Wow. The degree of unconcern and indifference is frightening. Nobody wants to put his mind to the work of God. <laughs> Nobody. Oh, it doesn't matter. We'll come and sit on it like that. I have to call ashes and say, What do you do? When you come to church, you open your eyes. Look at the stairs. Are they straight? Are they straight? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? You get nothing. It's nothing to you. Oh, if, the, if the chairs are not in line. <laughs> Is that, is, how is that your business? You know, you don't care. You don't care. You don't care. I said, oh, don't worry. Don't worry. I started this church as an usher. Yes, I started as an usher. You are even fortunate that the chairs are in the church. When I was an usher, the chairs were not in the church. We keep the chairs somewhere first to come to church, last to go. I have to come, go and bring the chairs and pack the chairs in the canteen. Then pack our chairs, dust all of them, and then go and freshen up and come and stand, receive the offering. When church is over and everybody goes, then I'll pack the chairs, take them to where we keep them, then come and arrange the canteen chairs. This is what I was doing. 
So arrangement is not a problem. So I'll, I'll come and pull a rope and do it myself. Yes. I'll do it myself. Because nobody's... It's not one of the things I think about. People came to church last week. First timers, visitors. <laughs> to sit in your car and drive there. To say, oh, I've come to say hello. Check where you are. Huh. I've got better things to do. Better things to do. Yeah. You can ask Pastor Rafael. I went with him. I went to him to go and visit one first timer. Oh, you see the excitement. See how, how I wish that people would be doing this every time, every time, every time. Now be there, then the soul will call me. The soul will call me. Call me for this, call me for that, call me for call. I mean communicating with me. So how can such a person get lost? As for the service, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm believing God for a revival. Yes. I'm believing God. I'm believing God for a revival where people will sit in their houses and they will weep. They'll be be convicted in their homes, in their rooms. And they would weep until somebody would come and ask them, who died? Who died? And they would say, nobody died. There's a soul I have not followed up. There's a soul I have not visited. There's a soul I have not prayed for. I have not prayed for. One day I used to I used to preach in buses. I used to preach in buses, and then it got to a point that hey, I can sit in the bus and not say anything to anybody. Then one day I left my home to to wherever I was going. As I was going, then the spirit of God came to me and said that oh really? So now that you have become big and you don't preach again, you see you feel comfortable. You sit in the bus when people are in inside the bus, and I've put you in the bus to save their souls and you are now feeling shy to preach the gospel to them. I don't know. Look, I was walking in town and the tears just the tears started running down my cheeks. Look, I was trying to hide it. I was trying to pretend as if I was coming and the tears were running down like a stream. Couldn't control it. Couldn't control it. I'm praying for that level of conviction to hit us. Yes. To hit us. Until we can see that every single chair in this hall is filled, is occupied. God must make us feel we are doing something very devilish and very wrong. Showing our level of ingratitude. (laughs) The level of ingratitude. This week, who did you pray for? Which soul did you pray for this week? When you were coming to church, did you ever pray that, Father, as we go to church today, may, may, may souls be saved? Did you ever open your mouth to do that? Because whether souls are saved or not, it's none of your business. It's none of your business. 
may God bring a revival. A revival to his church. Some time ago you will not relax. Some time ago you will not rest. Until you can see that your buses are filled. They are full. As you sit here now, even busing, you don't, not even one soul you bring to church. Not one. And, and you are not seen from where you are falling. You have no, you are not seen, you are not seeing the, the, the intensity of your sleep. You can't see it. Father, wake us up. Wake us up. Wake us up. Wake us up, Father. May we be awake. May we be awake. The things that you are looking for, for which reason you are not doing these things. Eh? God has kept it in his camp. He has kept it in his store. He is just waiting for you to move so that the things that you would have been looking for, he would deliver them to you. And he's watching you as you go out there and you struggle. You go out there and you look for help. You go out there and cry for everything. And because of those things you are crying for, you don't have time. You can't spend your money on God. You can't do anything. You are, you are just pursuing things. And God is watching you. He's watching you. Stand to your feet. Somebody needs to pray today. He said, I am awake because you woke me up. I am awake because the Lord woke me up. I want you to pray to God that he would wake you up. He will wake you up from sleep. Wherever you are standing, lift up your voice. Talk to God. Hey. Koko yosi Lift up your voice. Lift it up. Jesus. Lift up your voice, everybody. Talk to Jesus. Tell him that he should wake you up. It should wake you up. It should wake you up. You are sleeping in the kingdom. You are sleeping in the church. So wake me up. Wake me up. Because there's no vision in the direction of the church. When it comes to the church, when it comes to the work of God, when it comes to the things I'm supposed to do for God, there is nothing that is driving me. There's no vision. Wake me up. Wake me up. Pray somebody. Wake me up. Wake me up. 
Wake me up. My sleep is deep. Wake me up. Wake me up. Say you get in there. I'm some sleep as if I'm dead. Wake me up. God, wake me up. I know some of you your lack of activity or your inactivity is because you have been offended yeah this is why the spirit of God just whispered to me that you have decided that you will not do anything about anything anymore because you don't want any trouble you don't want any trouble you don't want any trouble so you are doing nothing all that the spirit of God is saying is that remember remember he said I should tell you to remember and that you know what to remember. You know it. He said, I should tell you, remember. 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 Remember what you did in the past. Remember. He's surprised that you can forget all that and allow offense to take you to that level. To the level that now you are fruitless. Literally, remember. I said, Remember. Thank you, Father. Thank you. In the name of Jesus. Father, our request is one wake us up. Wake us up, Father. Wake us up. We are asleep and relaxing, Father. This is not the time to sleep. This is not the time to relax. Awake. Awake, Father. In the name of Jesus. Hey. Revive us, Father. What used to drive us, let it drive us again, Father. What used to stir us up, Father? Let it stir us up again. What, make, uh, what, what makes us go without stopping, Father? Father, let it move us again, Father. I pray for a revival. Bring us a revival, God. Bring a revival in our midst. In the name of Jesus, bring us a revival. We ask for a revival. Hey, remind us, remind us how you left the comfort of heaven. You left the comfort of heaven. You came down into this nasty earth, into this sinful world, and, and became a man. You lowered yourself and you became a man. And you, we don't want to lower ourselves and go down to the downtrodden and bring them, oh God, to you. Yes. Nice.
a room alone with you from morning to evening. The day where we take our leave. Our leave is not to go to a hotel and relax. But our leave is to go and come somewhere with you. Those days, Father. I pray that, Father, you bring back those days. Bring them back, God. Bring them back. Stare, stare our hearts once again. Stare our hearts once again. When we didn't mind anything, Father. Narusaya, where the dangers that the world presented to us uh, was not strong enough to move us and to change our minds. Where we ignore the danger for the sake of your kingdom. And we preach like mad people. Father, bring back those days. Bring them back, Father. We need them. Revive your church. Revive us. It's our heart cry. Revive us. Oh, revive us. Please use us again. Use us again. If you can use anything, use us again. We thank you. We bless your name. In the mighty name of Jesus. We are grateful, Father. And as every head is bowed, every eye closed. Maybe somebody brought you. But you are not born again. Or you have been coming to church. What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world? And lose his own soul. What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? What shall a man give? Today, the master is standing at the door of your heart. And is knocking. If you open that door, he will come in. You want to say the pastor? I want to open the door for the master to come in. I want him to come into my heart. I want him to come and take his seat in my heart. You are here like that. You want to surrender this life to Jesus. Wherever you are standing. I want you to lift up your right hand with me. Lift up your right hand with me. Pastor, please pray with me. I need Jesus in my heart. I'm opening the door. I want him to come in. If you have lifted up your hand, can you come to me? Come to me. From wherever you are standing, come. I want to pray with you. Lift it up your hands. Lift it up your hands. Come. There's somebody standing there. 
God is saying that I'm giving you the last chance. The last chance. As I'm speaking, your heart is beating. As I'm speaking, you don't know. You feel like going. You feel like don't go. You feel like going. You feel like going. God said I should tell you, don't listen to Satan. Don't listen to him. Get up. Get out of your seat. And come to the front. Jesus is waiting for you. He's waiting to give you life. Mm. Standing there like that, there's no use, there's no reason to die and go to hell. Jesus has paid the price for you already. This is what you are supposed to do to surrender your life to Him. Don't die and go to hell. Don't. Don't. I hear it's a last warning. This is your chance. Please don't miss it. Whoever it is, please. Just leave your seat and come. You'd know you are the one. You'd know you are supposed to surrender your life to him. You'd know if you died today, heaven, you'd know it. You know it. You know it. Please, join us here to pray. Church, join us. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today is my day. Today is my day. I come to you. I come to you. I come to you this day. I come to you this day. As a sinner. As a sinner. But I know. But I know. You died for me. You died for me. A sinner. A sinner. You took my sins. You took my sins. On your shoulders. On your shoulders. And you nailed them. And you nailed them to the cross. To the cross. Today. Today. Before this altar. Before this altar. I accept you, Jesus Christ. Accept you, Jesus Christ. As my Lord. As my Lord. As my Savior. As my Savior. As my Redeemer. As my Redeemer. From today. From today. I belong to you. I belong to you. From today. From today. I am yours. I am yours. And you are mine. And you are mine. Thank you. Thank you. For saving me. Saving me. Today. Today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Listen. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. We believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive messages regularly. For prayer and counseling, please call or WhatsApp plus 233-27-974-7173. Until next time, stay under open heavens.